This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, daily breakdowns of all the exciting moments across the league. Baldy with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Happy holidays, good sir. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing great, guys. Uh, it is a happy holiday season, man. I'm in the spirit. Yeah, and, are you uh, though? I, yeah, where are you? Yeah, where, yeah. Where's what? What is your sort of Christmas weekend look like with all these well, games I mean, going it's, on? It's a football. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doing games. I'm traveling, but I mean, I'm in the film room right now, right in NFL Films, getting my work done, getting ready to do some things. So I'm right where I'm supposed to be. But you know, I have. Uh, you know, sometimes I sleep. Sometimes I don't sleep. So, uh, honestly, I always make time for the fun stuff in life, like Christmas. Hey, so um, now you can boast if you want to, but how uh, much film do you actually watch per week? Like, wh- what is like a typical, hey, I need to, you know, do a film study to the, these two days when you're not traveling? Yeah, well, uh, I got back from a game in uh, Nashville last week, you know, at midnight. So, I didn't start. But I started at 5.30 on Monday morning. I went till. Nine o'clock. So I got fifteen hours in on Monday. Got fifteen in, uh, hours in on Tuesday. And um, you're like a you know, coach. I did a fair amount yesterday. You're like a coach. And, and how much? Like how many games in fifteen hours can you watch? How many? Because you're watching uh, well, both I mean, sides, like, right? So, yeah, you watch both sides. You know, I mean, obviously the Eagles game was really important. So you had to study that. You know, from from you know from Monday night. But uh, you know, Jacksonville, Baltimore was a good game to study. There's a lot of stuff going on in that game. So uh, on both sides. So you study that one really hard. You know, sometimes you take two or three hours on a game. Sometimes you take, you know, if you're watching, let's say, the Giants and Saints last week, you're like, okay, the Giants didn't pick up the same stunt four times in the first half, and Dan and Tommy DeVito was sacked four times on the exact same stunt. You go, I've seen enough. You know, like you just, you know, like Saquon Barkley gained a yard to carry. You've seen enough. So you don't have to really spend that much time on that game. But so it depends on the game. But I, 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 but I do treat all 32 teams the same, and I do give all of them uh, time. It's just that, you know, if you watch the Patriots offense, I mean, if I had paint that hadn't dried yet in this room, it would be like watching the paint dry. Well, I can oh, yeah. imagine. And, and I do want to get to that. But, uh, the, you know, and, Baldy, you, you might be, in a weird way, the, the leader, like the unofficial leader, even if you don't know, of the All-22 crew and people who want to try to watch the game like you. So it begs the question, for somebody who wants to be an All-22 guy like you, how should they go about watching an NFL game to get the most out of what they're seeing? You mean if they're just watching it off television? No, I'm talking about like for those who go in the next day on oh. Monday and they're in there like you watching the All-22 on NFL Plus or NFL.com, like how do you go about watching a football game? Because a lot well, of people I mean, just watch the ball. Right. No, I understand. Um, you know, like I do games every week and, and I try to go to as many training camps as I can and I talk to coaches and text coaches throughout the week. So I, I learn things all week long that I look for verification on the film. So that's part of it. 
And then if you do it, you know, literally every week, every year, you know, you start to understand what Kyle Shanahan's offense is, what Mike McDaniel does. So it, it's more than just going in there to watch it. Sometimes you, you go in there and you go, okay, Dallas just gave up 266 rushing to Buffalo. All right, Buffalo ran the exact same counter-tackle trap right at him, left side, right side. All game long, they couldn't stop it. Why is that? I mean, are you going to play a dime defense against a team that can really run it with Marquise Bell and Damone Clark? Like, they got to find some alternative right there because they're just getting pounded. So it's sort of like you go in with an idea about what the issue is. Do they fix the issue? Do they adjust to it? Um, You know, all those kind of things. And so, like, every week it's a little bit different depending on the opponent and how the game flowed and some of the decision-making that goes on. So it's, it's kind of, you're kind of just trying to turn over every rock to find something unique or different or good or not so good about a game. Now, do you, now you watch these at the NFL films. Like, do you have like your own like makeshift, like, you know, position meeting room with the, with the, what I did highly desire, which I can never find the old school clicker with the, uh, like the seven buttons. Yeah. And you just, and you don't oh. even uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Baldy. Because I'm assuming you don't even need to look at your hand when you are going back and forth. And let me forwarding. ask you this. Let me let, let me ask you this. When you're starving, okay, and there's like mashed potatoes in front of you, do you have to look at your hand and put that knife, that fork, like no. into your mouth? No, no, <laughs> no. no potatoes. That's the word of the day the today, too, Baldy. The, the no, word of the day is potatoes. Like I know I'm going to have like all kinds of uh, whatever those uh, hand problems are you know, that people get when they get older and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have it where my thumb's just not going to work anymore. It's just going to fall off one day. You would think it would get stronger, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, it might get stronger. Muscle, yeah. Like, it could. But, like, I know this. Like, I, there's a guy that repairs the Cowboy Clickers in Louisville, Texas. And I sent him four this off season, And I go, I need four for this. Because I know I'm going to break a few. I'm just going to go through it. They're just going to get tired of working. So I, I, I have backups to backups. I have a film room in Fort Lauderdale, one here in uh, NFL Films in Jersey and one out there at the NFL Network in L.A. So I'm never – and I have a, a laptop that has every game upgrade, up, uploaded to it. So I'm never out of the film room, no matter where I'm at. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider. Of course, you see him on NFL Network and uh, doing games everywhere here with Gresham Fourier. Well, Baldy, you had the uh, paint drying line about the uh, Patriots offense. I know the interception early really caused the coaches to kind of just pucker up and not really want to run anything in that second half. So I guess we're back to first half analysis. Zappi had decent numbers in the first half. What stood out to you about that first half offensively for New England? Well, I, I mean, you you know, Hunter, Hunter Henry's come alive, you know, and so the ball is getting to uh, Hunter Henry right now. You know, the touchdown to Zappi was a good throw, and they got him the ball. And so I would say that's kind of like the first thing. I, I didn't think Kansas City's defense is elite. They can beat you any style. So the corner cat blitzes, their ability to, you know, Christian, like just Chris Jones can ruin anybody's offense. You know, so that's that's always kind of an issue. But, you know, in the first half, I thought, you know, Hunter Henry, they threw to him six times. I think he completed all six passes to him. I mean, the tight end is alive. He's had a couple good weeks against Pittsburgh last week. Um, you know, that's probably the best part of what they did. It helps when you get the ball off the interception by May two at the eight-yard line. You'd like to be able to, you know, finish that in the end zone and go up 14-7 at that point. That would have helped. But, you know, you kicked the field goal. You know, I mean, they're in the game all the way through 
the third quarter. I mean, they they hung in there. They they limited Mahomes. They they picked him off a couple times, and and uh, you know Kelsey didn't kill him, and they shut the run down completely. So there was a lot of things to like about this game. But in the first half, you're asking me, yeah, I mean, just getting the ball to uh, to Henry really helped. They 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 couldn't really run the ball very good. So Zappi had a great first half. So, Baldy, we were looking at the second half of the game, specifically the fourth quarter, and we were trying to figure out because Bill was getting a lot of criticism for not playing fast, no sense of urgency. Even Ezekiel Elliott kind of jumped in. It was like, ah, I wish we could have gone faster, but, you know, what do I know, basically? Um, do you think that was just out of uh, out of fear for not being able to protect anything or achieve anything and thus taking, like, the more conservative route? Or because of injuries, like what do you think Bill's mindset was when you watched the film? Uh, what did you see? I saw one. Oh, I mean, after the interception to start the third quarter, I mean, I just saw one three and out after another. It's hard to play with tempo if you can't get a first down. They they literally went, I don't know, four straight possessions. They weren't getting the first down, where you can kind of like start to get into a rhythm and play hurry up. But they're not really good at that, anyways. So. You know, some teams they that's that's their offense is they just play an up tempo up tempo offense. They they can go no huddle and all that. Um, it's not really what he has done. Uh, they have done that you know, obviously with Brady. You know, after a first down that gets the line, you know, run the next play before they can substitute. But if you're not getting first downs, like you're not gaining any advantage. In fact, you're just hurting your defense if you're running like literally drives that are taking, you know, ten seconds or. 30 seconds or whatever it is, if you're just three and out. Uh, and so that's the danger if you're playing up tempo and you're not staying on the field. So I, I remember, uh, so Bill O'Brien spoke the other day, and uh, Gresh, correct me if I'm wrong, he he basically said it was like, oh, after the interception, it was like an omen. Yep. Of uh, uh, After uh, Bailey Zappi threw that interception, which was almost unexplainable. Um, and then he just decided, like, which I read into, like, okay, we can't take any chances. Like, it's, it's happened. We see it. He made a dumb mistake. It's probably going to get worse. Therefore, let's just, let's just be as simple as possible. Well, sometimes you got to, you know, you have a little bit of faith in your players. Like, uh, you are playing the Kansas City Chiefs with Mahomes on the other side. You got to consider it. You know, I mean, look, the interception was Willie Gay. He was the one that had to pick. Um, I, I, I don't really understand exactly. I mean, it's play action. You're just out there. I, I I don't know what he was throwing at. I mean, he's outside the pocket, and I don't know. Like, there's two underneath defenders. I don't know where he was trying to go with the ball. Um, but you can't, like, you, you just hope that you can just go back out there and flush it and get on with it. I mean, you, you're not going to be able to win the game scoring 17 points against Kansas City. And so, um, you know, or 10, you know, whatever they had on the board at the time, like, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to open it up and stay that. But if that's what you think about your quarterback, maybe that's the indictment that everybody just needs to hear. Baldy, I know uh, a lot of folks around here because of Miami were paying attention when the Dolphins way back, it feels like almost a year ago, for God's sakes, hung 70 on the Broncos defense. Now they're playing respectable football. They figured a lot of things out. What version of the Broncos' defense will the Patriots see on Saturday night? Well, last week against Detroit, I mean, they had it handed to them for the first time since then. They had played great defense. 
prior to that for probably six or eight straight weeks. It was probably whenever they beat Kansas City the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, they took the ball, and they had taken the ball away in every game. And it had really, um, you know, it was just situational football. They didn't have to be so aggressive offensively. Defense was taken away. They were forcing fumbles, interceptions. Going into last week, they led the league in, in takeaways with 24. And it happened like six straight weeks in a row. And then last week, it didn't happen at all. And um, Detroit had a really good game plan. The tight end looks like the next Travis Kelsey. And they kind of had their way with everything they wanted to do. And they really they got, they got snowballed on. And it, it just rolled downhill on them. Um, and then offensively, Denver's a little challenged offensively. Like, they'd like to just run it. They have the same offense line every single week. They like to run it if they don't fall too far behind and then just kind of take their shots when they're available. But last week they fumbled on the goal line. You saw the, the blow up on the sideline with uh, Peyton and, and Russell Wilson. I don't know if that's what it was about, but whatever. Um, you know, they just, they, they just couldn't keep the game close to play their style. They, they, they have a particular style that when they play it, they were tough to beat for a good stretch. And it slipped away from them against Houston three weeks ago. They had a chance to win that game. They couldn't finish it. Um, and then, you know, last week, it's just for the first time, really, it fell apart. But I don't believe last week is who they are. Um, you know, they, I, I think that was an anomaly last week. I think they're a lot better football team than that. Yeah, so with, with this week with the, Pat- the Patriots, we're talking to Brian Baldinger from the NFL Network on the Harbor One Hotline. Um, more of the same with the Patriots, right? I'm assuming with all that information you talk about with the Denver Broncos, with how beneficial those turnovers were for them that led to their season being turned around. I would assume that ball security would be the number one priority for Bill this week. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think that's all. Yeah, you know, it's probably priority number one every week. But you know, but I, but this is this team feeds off it, and when they start to get it, it seems like it's just everybody just plays looser, freer. Everybody's having more fun on that team. I mean, they, they the whole team feeds off it. Whether it's Jaquan McMillan or you know, pick a guy. Um, Alex Singleton. I mean, some of these guys have gotten a lot of takeaways from them. Uh, Justin Simmons, like they feed off of it. And I think that they're completely different. And like last week, they didn't come close to creating one. And it just, you know, it just, it, it seemed like they, they weren't the same team. So yes, I would say throwing the interception that Zappy threw last week to Willie Gay there to start the third quarter. Like if they do that to Denver, I don't think they'll win the game. Uh, Baldy, thanks a bunch, friend. We appreciate it. Enjoy the heck out of the uh, holiday, and uh, we will uh, we will talk to you after the first of the year. More putting the, almost putting the season to bed more than anything else. Thank you, man. You've been awesome this year. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All the best. There Merry, we go. Merry Christmas. Yeah, right, same to you. Our guy Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider. Make sure to follow the best football show with Baldy on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 